I saw a guy, you know how if it's a cold snap like this and it's negative 15 and then it's suddenly like 20 degrees outside. I saw a guy running shirtless on the park. Thank you. In 20 degrees. And I was like, but he must address this Uh -uh. immediately. (laughs) No platform. It's too soon. You got to stop. And the shorts people, the people that, you know what? I don't even want to hear about the people that are pretending it's. I understand it's 30 degrees warmer than it was. <laughs> it is not warm out at all. And also, I would like to point out that not only is it not warmer out, yeah, there are pieces of ice now. Yeah. Those thick fucking 10 inch of ice on every parking lot. Yes. Is now covered with a little nice little bit of wetness, <laughs> making it even more slickery. I would go, I would wager a bet that yesterday's ER was filled with more fall downs than they had seen in a week due to everyone thinking it's fucking warm out. It's not warm. No. My legs yesterday at tennis, racket report, were cold. Ooh. Let's hey. get into this. We're going to have racket report and concert report. Can we get that uh, that uh, theme song for racket report? Get it fired up. Yeah. Oh, let's start with the regular theme song. <laughs> the producer's like, tut, tut. First things first, there's like, you bitches have been doing this for the years. You don't know the routine? Santa We're in Santa person. In person. I don't think I've been here since there's big snow banks. I know. Because your driveway looks smaller today. <laughs> I can't see over the snow banks in my tiny car. It's Person. Yeah, the snowbanks are, I don't know, three to four feet tall. Yeah. No it, exaggeration on Sauce Street. Yeah, is that your, uh, is that, are you happy to see me or are those just your <laughs> snowbanks? I don't know. <laughs> I went for it. It didn't work. It didn't land. That's okay. Well, Gracie's very excited to see I you. I know, my girl. She, that's tail, that tail means she's super happy to see you. Whenever Smashing I against sing. everything. I always sing my girl, my girl to say my Sadie girl. Oh, my girl, my girl. It's so a dark song. Li- I know, but it's just. <laughs> um. Okay, so on Saw Street today, we yeah. have to address this fact that we just went into, which is that it is like twenty something. Yeah, which it's been negative. So last week or Friday, it was. The regular temperature was negative 17. Not with wind chill. Right. With wind chill, it was like negative 30 something. Right. Okay, so I get it. Yeah. It's, it's a good solid 20 degrees warmer. But I would just like to remind everybody Actually, that... like 40 degrees warmer. <laughs> but not by, cur- by real temp. By wind chill, yes. Oh, Lord. But it's still in the 20s and 30s. And I would just like to point out that the worst month of the year, February in Minnesota, has yeah. arrived. Yes. And also, I would like to say something. If one more person... Jesus Christ, lay off the mic. ...tells me or says these words, but it's a shorter month, <laughs> I am going to freaking rip their hair out. Okay, first of all, a shorter month? Yeah. Okay, so so at max, our months are 31 days? Uh-huh. February's 28 days. Uh-huh. Except for how many, a leap year. Maya, how many days difference is that? Uh, three. So three days. Is that right? Did I get it right? So two to three days. Yeah. Shorter. Wait, January, February, March. 
So Jan and March are both 31. Okay. So we're going to talk about it as if it's not a big deal when it's that it's shorter when it's three days, three measly days, Maya? I can, you know, when when people are like, I'm doing dry January, and then some people are like, I'm doing a dry Feb because it's two days shorter. That kind of makes sense to me. But weather-wise, it's not convincing me. No. So anyways, it's cold on Sauce Street. And I also wish I was a person who liked winter activities. I know everybody's I like... I do like winter activities, and I'm here to tell you... <laughs> That it still gets to a point where yeah. it's like you're kind of over it. And even my husband, who likes every activity under yeah. the sun, uh-huh. you get to the point where even though you like winter activities, remember I was in the woods in the snow. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. You just get to the point where only a human can only handle so much coldness. <laughs> it's the worst. But this is the thing. It doesn't end till May. That is the other thing I would like to say. These losers that are like, oh, spring is here in March. No, 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 it's no, no, not. No, 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 no. No, it's not. You know that Prince song, Sometimes It Snows in April? Many times it Every should be year. called. Many times <laughs> Many it snows times. in April. Prince, we're going to do a rewrite. So seriously, Maya, that's the other thing. Like, well, it's, And not you know, like a tiny, cute dusting. Sometimes no, no, no. it's like a foot. No, no, no. We get like a foot. Yes. It, and then someone else was like, well, but it melts right away. Does that make it better? No. Does that make it spring? No. 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 It's not. We're we're here till May. And I would also like to point out that May is also a shit month from two people who have had their birthdays in May uh-huh. would know this because how many times did you try to do something like outdoors yeah. or whatever? That first weekend is like, it's usually nice, but it's a really, you're gambling. And then the thing about that's awful too about May yeah. is that you get, we get a yeah. couple 80 degree days in May. You are fired up on this. I am fired up. My weather, I am mad. You get a couple 80 degree days in May, which gets you that false hope uh-huh. only to just drop you back down. <laughs> yeah, it's depressing. And then this is I, why we travel. When was it summer? When is it going to be summer? I just can't with this. Huh? Harrison is moaning Harrison in the corner. Agrees. He's just scratching his ear and moaning. Oh, he's kind of like an old man nowadays. He's literally just constantly moans and groans moans and groans. But they're not pain it's just he just like likes some groan he's like annoyed hi buddy it's not even that i think he just Aww. likes moaning he's cute it brings him joy his he's little like, eyes are a little cloudy these days oh yeah he's he has trouble seeing at night now oh so sweet he's gonna be like 13 oh is he gonna be a teenager or 80 <laughs> in dog years or people years however okay you say it. we have to jump right in because we have a very heavy we have we have a racket report yeah. and we have concert report. Yes. That's and I have an really... animal report for you. Oh, shit. We're going to be... We got to go. Okay. Wait. One second. Can we get that racket report theme song now? Ooh. <laughs> Dennis report. Dennis report. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what about pickleball? Racket report. Yeah. They're actually called paddles, so... Yeah. Thanks, Carl. Thanks for the theme. Thanks, Carl. Carl wrote that theme song for us and recorded it. It's amazing. Yeah. You did a great job. 
I like the clapping, the polite tennis clapping. The ball, the perfect ball sound. I know. Isn't that sound oh, so satisfying? I love that sound. All right. Go so ahead. we went to yesterday and uh-huh. played a little tennis. We went to a new facility. I've never been there. Have I've never been, been there? there. Okay. Inner city tennis. Yeah. First thing about getting there. Yes. Is that if I had to move to Minneapolis. Yes. I would have to immediately get rid of my car. Because... That big thing? Okay, that parking lot, even for my car, I was like, how does no, anybody get in driving in the streets. Oh, yeah, the streets. You know how right. you have to... Minneapolis, so for Ugh. people that don't know, for some reason... So, like, in the suburbs, we're pretty spoiled with the roads. Yeah. They get them taken care of pretty much, pretty quickly. Plus, we always have parking lots everywhere. Mm-hmm. In the city, however, yeah, it's kind of a hot mess. And the... Streets are already obviously not super wide, mm-hmm. but then you have people parking. Then you have like snow piles that make the streets even smaller. So you have to do this like dance with people when you're coming and they're coming at you and you're coming at them yes. where it's like, okay, I'm going to scooch and you're going to scooch and yes. we're going to try to do this thing. Yeah, your car's big. My car is so big. Not and a lot it, of scooch room. There's no scooch room. Yeah. At one point I just was like stopped going, ah, as this car was going by me. But anyways, once I arrived at Inner City Tennis. Yes. it's a, So it's a big dome. It's a bubble. It's a bubble. And it is, it's great. One thing that Maya and I both really noticed that we loved was each court is like, has its own nets. Yes. So you're actually like self-contained from the other courts, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. There was like, would you say six courts? We were on court two. And I think there were th- three or four more courts. Yeah. So yeah. So about six courts, really nice facility. Like you come in, there's actually like this nice little area. Lounge to yeah. like put your shoes There's like on. a lounge area where you can get ready. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, a big TV where they're playing like tennis, of course. Duh. And um, we played with two other ladies. Uh-huh. We get there and I had texted Maya the night before, what are you wearing? And she had like her full outfit ready to tell me, which was amazing. <laughs> And the, my question was like, I want to wear a skirt yeah. because the thing is with wearing a tennis skirt, it's not just like because you look adorable. It's actually because of those pockets. Yeah. It's so annoying when you don't have your pockets. So I have those skirted leggings and those have the pockets. Yeah. In the legging. So Maya wore those and she was smart because she's like, I'm always cold. Well, I was like, well, I'm always hot, so I'll be fine. <laughs> um, My legs were real cold. I kept, you know, jumping around, running around. Oh, no. Trying to stay warm. But besides being cold, because yeah. it's duh, it's a bubble. I should have known better. I didn't understand it was really a bubble. To me, a bubble would seem like it would be hot because it's just like... Yeah. But then you're. it's just fabric. So I don't know it's why... It's just it... fabric. And then it, I think it's... <laughs> I, I think it could get really hot. Like if it was just the right... There's something about dome that makes me think it's going to be warmer in there. But I guess right. it, it's fabric. Yeah. So no. So then we start playing. We... Had a great time. Mm-hmm. We warmed up. Um, I did good. Today I'm a little, my back's a little achy, but it's mm-hmm. I'm pretty good. I, listen, just took some Advil. I'm going to stretch it out later. I might have to hit the acupuncture, or not hit, the acupuncture. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the acupuncture lady. And Yeah, it was fun. It was uh, really fun to be playing again. Kind of felt like I wanted more. I wanted to play more. Yes. So we should go back. We should go back to drills. I feel like my back can take it. Good. Sounds good. Yeah. Back to drills we go. 
Back to drills with us. <laughs> so that's the report. That's it's, the report. We, after five months of not playing tennis, we played. I was and it back was great. in. It felt great. I was very proud of myself. I yeah. feel like I did a good job. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I didn't feel like I really got a chance to really get going. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's what happens when you play for points is that you don't. Right. It's, it's difficult to have long rallies, you know? Yeah. Hence, also not, you don't stay that warm. Like at drills. You're running, running, running. You're always doing something, so you definitely are getting warm. Yeah. So That's that me. was concert report. Racket report. Racket report. <laughs> um, Now we have to jump into what Maya did. Uh-huh. Um, she did a crazy thing. She went to Semisonic two nights in a row. This is last weekend Maya was doing the most. Producer Tyler also doing the most. <laughs> Actually, he didn't go on Friday, did no, he? No, he didn't go okay. on Friday. So I went with Tish on Friday. And yes. then um Oh, Tish that was at tennis. Yes. And so Got it. Okay. So yeah. We went to we were gonna have a st- so I went to work. Yeah. Then I went home. <clears throat> then I changed. Mm-hmm. Then I went to, um, Tyler dropped me off like a dad. Nice. <laughs> downtown <laughs> at Red Rabbit, to which it was impossible. That, like, they're like, yeah, it'll be a 45 minute wait. And I just like, I just want a snack. So annoying. And a drink. Don't even get me started. Yeah. So we walked down to the hewing and there was lots of room. So had a nice cheese and meat board. I had some head cheese, okay. which... Usually I wouldn't be up for it, but it was, you know, fancy chef head cheese. And then the guy serving us, the bartender, was so funny. I was like, by the way, head cheese is really good. You can tell the chef. I liked it. And he's like, really? And I was like, have you had it? And he goes, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just need to look this up. It's, I think it just going. has all the parts of the face. So like, Yeah, my snout. dad used to eat it. That's why he but ate. My dad ate the it was like stuff. It was like um, meat butter. It just... Ugh. Yeah. Maya, meat butter? Yeah. Like the texture. Maya, are you trying to make it sound good? Yeah. Meat butter. Yeah. Oh, Maya, head cheese is a head cheese or brawn (laughs) is a cold cut terrin or meat jelly. Yeah. That originated in Europe. I think it's made with it is made with flesh. Yes. From the head yeah. of a calf or pig. Yeah. By Typically the way. set in aspic and usually eaten cold or in a sandwich. Okay, I'm in a bar. So there was less. Usually there's like gelatinousness to it. That's the this aspect. Is disgusting, Maya. But it wasn't gelatinous. It was more like a pate. And it had, which I really enjoy, like a nice pate or a terrine, like a duck terrine. Enjoy it. And you spread it on some toast, and it's delicious. That is disgusting. I'm I also sorry. love bone marrow. I went to. I met some people. You ever do go, you like it, or is it no, just I because it. it's like Again, fancy and like no, it's trendy. delicious. It's like Tyler, isn't marrow delicious? Here's the thing, people are also disgusted by it, and I didn't realize how much. But I went. I met a friend. Have you ever gone out with a friend who they bring their other friends from a, fr- a friend group, and you don't know any of those people? And then you realize, like, how awkward it is. So everybody, there's, like, 15 people. I don't know any of these people except for my one friend. It's a birthday. It's always a birthday. This is Tish? No. This is... Oh, a different I'm just digressing. Okay. The the head cheese reminded me of this. 
So we went to, it was like a restaurant. And then everybody's just ordering separately because it's 15 people that kind of maybe different friend groups. Right. You know, when one person has a birthday and it's like, who are all these people? Yes. So anyway, I was like, oh, I love the bone marrow here. So I ordered it. And then people who I didn't know proceeded to tell me how disgusting Mm. it was. And they were like, what is that? That's crazy. That looks like a dinosaur bone. And I was like, okay, bitch. So I. You can mind your mouth. I am saying I think Ted cheese sounds gross, but yeah. I will say that I agree. You're my friend. <laughs> also. I'm I, not eating it right now. No, but also I agree with you because one of the things that's always bothered me so much is like in a workplace. Yeah. When people are like, ew, what stinks? What are you eating? That is the rudest thing you can possibly so do. Yeah. And I worked at, when I worked at hospitals and you have people from all different cultures. Yeah. And I would just be sitting there like, are you insane right now? (laughs) You're looking at somebody from a different culture who's brought their food and you're telling them it's disgusting. What is that? Well, of course you don't know what it is, Becky. (laughs) Like, what? Becky, go, go eat your mayonnaise sandwich, Becky. Yeah, and how about your Velveeta? What is that shit? <laughs> That's not even food. That's a food-like Sorry, substance. Sorry, we digress. Okay. Into food so shaving. back to the head cheese. So it was a lovely charcuterie board. Okay. I will say it's not for two people. Like, there was too much on there. Yeah. But four people would have been perfect. And then we went to Semisonic. And we actually, it was packed. I love a nice packed, yeah. like, when everybody's 50-something, you're like, everybody's made an effort. I mean, it's a Friday night. We're all exhausted. Wow. I mean, the, and the median age is probably 55. I'm probably being generous. Anyway, semi-sonic. So we get there, and then we're looking all around. And I said, let's go upstairs and see if there's a spot, because there's no spots. Well, Amy, this is the first thing I see as we approach that back bar mm-hmm. at the top of First Avenue, because I was like, oh, let's get a drink. Um, While we're up here, there were no spots. I look over right in front of the bar, and there are two men holding one of those industrial garbage cans, you know, the rectangular gray ones yes. that are tall, holding it down, and a lady has her head inside what? the garbage can. By the way, we the show just started. Like, there was an opener, and then the show just, we got there a little bit late. We missed a couple songs. <clears throat> so it's not late. Anyway. Whoa. So I'm looking at this, and then the two bartenders are directly behind the mm. bar in front of this. And I'm, they're whispering to each other. And I was like, I said to Tisha, I was like, I don't think they're going to help us right now. I think they're discussing what to do with this situation. And I go, I point, I was like this. And because she hadn't seen it. And she goes, oh my God. And I was like, let's go over here down to the wow. end. So I get my beer and then I turn around and who's there? The Minneapolis Police Department is there's like three <laughs> cops. This girl is having not a good night. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that perfect choice. Yeah, really how her night was going. So that's how it started wow. the show. So then we went downstairs and we did find a good spot. You know, when on the if you're facing the stage, the right hand side, you mm-hmm. walk down those little stairs yep. by the stairs. There's a nice spot yes. there. So I could go up and down and mm-hmm. get in and out. And we watched the show and it was good. Um, they played the hits. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They played a suburb song. Super fun. There was an encore. Okay. I disagreed with the song they ended the encore with because it was like, it's Matador. 
El Matador. It's slow hmm. and kind of a downer. Strange choice. And then people started leaving. Mm. If you know anything about this crowd, they're Oof. worried about parking. Oh, they're yeah. They're worried about traffic. I was going to say they're worried about their babysitters, yep. but not even. <laughs> not even. No. <laughs> maybe they're like, oh, we, maybe we, we have to beat the kids home or what? I don't know right. what they need to yeah. do. They have to watch the grandkids tomorrow. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so, and the funniest part of that song is like, I think part of it, one of the lyrics is like, don't go, please stay or something. And then people are just leaving. Oof. Yeah. So I just disagreed with that choice, but the I mean, rest that's of it, on them for making that dumb choice. I think somebody was telling me who's a mu- musician, this is like a trend now. Okay, like a well, re- end with a real downer. Okay, well, that's a great trend because I'll stop staying for the encore. <laughs> Why would you do that? Maybe it's just like, okay, go home now. That's dumb. Although, wouldn't you just end with closing time? Duh. Is that too obvious? No. Yes and no. I mean, it's like... It's called closing time. Like you gather have to, up, gather up your jackets, you move have it to the to exit. With that, and also, of course, if you want everyone to stay, yeah. they're gonna stay to hear closing time, which is actually about a baby and not yeah. about closing time at all. Which I reject <laughs> because once you put art out into the world, it gets to become something new. Sure, I understand that it wasn't about that, uh-huh. but sorry. Yeah, I it mean, it fit so well. I'm like, also a no deconstructionist. Way. I get to say the audience gets to say what it's about. Exactly, and it's about bar time with your friends. Anyway, of course. Um, so what am I missing? And then the second night, so that was fun. That was really fun. Okay, it was great. The the poor woman. I wonder what happened to her with the barfing in the can. She felt so terrible. Like the this next is day. how bad it was. She couldn't even barf. I, listen, I've barfed in the bathroom at First Avenue. We all have. Of course, duh. <laughs> We've all barfed there. I've barfed outside of it on the sidewalk <laughs> with Carl and you and everybody waiting to go to Diggable Planets. Did you barf and pass out or just barf? Oh no, just barf. Okay. Then I raged. <laughs> barfed then raged. So she, this is how bad it was. She didn't even make it to barf in that bathroom that everybody. You got to be careful with boy weed. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> Circa 1995. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so second night, we went th- with our friends, the Simpsons, who also love Semi-Sonic. Oh, there was a drunk guy next to me. I, this always happens to me. The first night, Dan Wilson told a story about, he's like, oh, that song about about us isn't about my sister. I wrote it with someone else, and so it's about their sister. It's not about Kit. And then this drunk guy next to me, you know how people sometimes feel like they're helping out the show mm-hmm. or they're they are a, somehow a part of the show. So this guy is yelling, who's it about? And then no one reacted and no one said anything. So guess what he did? He yelled it again. Mm-hmm. Who's it about? The show continues. Google it, dummy. No, he's doing it to be funny. He oh. doesn't really want to know who's it about. He thinks he's helping. I have a question. Five times he yelled, who's it about? And then I turned, I said, no, you're not funny. Stop. I'm just like, I'm not going to listen to this shit. No, I'm spicy. I'm old and I'm spicy. (laughs) Bam. I'm not going to tolerate that. What happened to etiquette? Like what happened to concert etiquette? Stop it. Well, I have a question about it, about the show. Shows. Yeah. 
So did they play anything that any tunes that were fun surprises of songs that Dan has written for other people that are not. Okay. So it's just semi-sonic. Except for the one suburb song. Got it. Okay. It's a song that I don't. I kind of I kind of remember it, but I I think I was too young when this came out. It's called I Like Cows. Yeah, I'm not a suburbs person. I like cows and their skinny feet. I feel like suburbs are like Rena. Yeah, it's if Rena you're, and Paul. If you're 50 something, yeah, that's suburbs are right down the yeah in your alley. Yep, they're down your alley. They're up your alley. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're the alleys involved. So the second night we had fun. We Ubered and we saw. What did you think of the show? It was great. Producer Tyler said it was great. I was a little distracted by what's going on behind us. Oh, I forgot to talk about Lindsay. Okay, because one thing Maya you just threw out at the tennis court yesterday was, yeah, it was great. I almost got in a fight. Now, so far, you're telling me the recap. I'm just waiting on the edge of my futon. I forgot here. about Violent Lindsay. So, backing it up. So, we get there. We find a space after the opener. And my friend Jeff and I are standing there. Now, in these shoes, particular shoes I'm wearing, Jeff and I are the same height. Okay. Around, I don't know, somewhere between 5'10 and 6 feet. Okay. So, we're both tallish. Wow. Now, I understand short people. This is a problem. But there these two ladies behind us who were only upset with Jeff. Okay. And they, first of all, they weren't there when we got there. So I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But okay. all of a sudden, you know when you hear bitching behind you and it's really loud, but for some reason that person thinks you can't hear them? Yeah. So they're complaining and complaining about Jeff. Why don't they just fucking move? Well, they were saying that it was like a white male mentality to like stand in front of a short woman. To which I I was like, you guys weren't here. Maybe you left and came back. Like left and came back sees isn't a thing. Also, I have to tell you that I have a son who's 6'5". Actually, I think he's 6'6". Yeah. What is he supposed to do? I don't know. He tries really hard to be respectful, too. But like sometimes people are just like, you know, rude or pissed at him. And he's like, I'm don't where where do I go? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a thing. I will. I get it. I get it. I mean, Rage Against the Machine. I was like, look at all these dudes up front and they don't make space for it. I mean, it's but this this wasn't this wasn't that. This, this wasn't, wasn't that. that, but also can we say something about like also I was a show like yeah, and you just said Rage Against the Machine like why should they make space? It's rate they're raging against the machine. Actually, it was just Tom Morello. Okay, acoustic. well either or, like we are there to have fun. We're there to yeah. be in our in our bodies having fun. I think there's a way to be respectful and say. I think there's a way to be respectful, but I also like, especially at First Avenue where we just all bought a ticket to get in here. Yeah. There's no seats. Yeah. You have agency to move your ass wherever you need to go. Or you could even just say, not that that person has to accommodate you, but like, can hey, I stand in front of you maybe? Can I'm having trouble seeing. Is there something that we could do? Can you also, make a Also, little... are you telling me that if that person got in front of your friend, that there wasn't going to be anyone else tall in the rest then? I know where you're talking about at First Avenue. Yeah. And that's several people from the stage. Oh, this. so this second night we were... 
right up against the stage except for there's one Got person it. in front of me. Okay, perfect. Fun. Yeah, it was great. So what I wanted to say, turn around and say, listen, I'm the exact same height. And you're not complaining about me. But I didn't say that. What I said was I turned around this bitching and bitching, bitching about Jeff. I couldn't take it. And I said, hello, this is my friend Jeff. He's a great person. He teaches children for a living. He teaches the math. And then they were embarrassed. Okay. And then the one woman just started looking down. And then my best new best friend, Lindsay, who we didn't discover her name until later. Okay, anyway, I was like wondering. Lindsay okay. was like, I'm not saying he's a bad person, but you know, it is a thing. And I go, hey, we're just standing here. If you want to ask politely fine but it's what you're doing is not cool it hurts feelings it's rude and then she said something like but it is a thing and i just turned around she goes oh the eye rolls so much eye rolls and i was like stop i was not having her so then can you tell me a little bit more about Lindsay? what about her she was a young person oh okay got it yeah so then we're we go on with the show by the way, I could tell Lindsay was drunk already. So we go on with the show. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff, you know, Tyler shows up. And then Jeff's wife, Sherry, is short too. Yeah. So then the other woman who's not Lindsay was talking or saying something to Jeff. Because Jeff was trying to be accommodating. He's like, oh, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I'm just short. And he goes, so is my wife. And so Sherry's like, hello. You know what I mean? It's just talk, right, right, just right. talk to someone like a human instead of loudly complaining about behind them and accusing them of being like some sort of i don't know what it was anyway long story short i still have Lindsay behind me i don't know her name yet so then some song we're in the middle of the show some song comes on i get an elbow in the shoulder like a hard Ooh, yep downward elbow yes. then i'm getting smashed from behind and then i hear this from behind me <laughs> Ooh, I like violent Lindsay. And then I turned around and I was like, what? Lindsay. And she was surprised that I knew her name because her friend had called her violent Lindsay. She was thrashing all about. And I was like, you're so much shorter than me. I don't know how you gave me an elbow, several elbows in the shoulder from above. Anyway, I was like, Lindsay, you need to calm down. You're smashing into me enough. And she was like, uh, dr- drunk, yeah. even drunker at this point, and yeah. then she was just like, "I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to hurt you." And I was just like, "Just calm down a little bit. You can dance, you can have a good time. Pile driving me with an elbow is not on the menu. Like we need also, if the median age at the concert is 55, just this is not the place yeah, for this. Yeah, read the room, Lindsay." <laughs> But she was so surprised. I'm in her mind when I used her name. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Well. Yeah. It wasn't really almost a fight. It was me wanting to shake her. This is what I was just imagining. So I didn't know that you had this kind of in you. It's because I'm old and crabby now. So no, I didn't know that that side of you. So now the like, I want to go to a show with you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want to experience this side of my... I can't. I can't. I have no patience for nonsense now. I love that you just say, like, hey. Stop. Knock it off. (laughs) Act right. 
We were just talking about that Flaming Lips Bubble concert where the most liberating thing about the bubble is the amount of personal space oh, that it gives yeah. you. It is so great. I was like, yeah. I wish this forever. I don't really mind it. I don't really mind the like closeness. I don't mind that. But I, I know what you're talking about. And you know when you know when someone is intentionally elbowing you or pushing you. You know, you can just tell yeah. it's different. Like, I know the feeling of like people, the crowd movement or yeah. like people pushing, you know, like just general pushing. Yeah. Versus like they, someone using oh, that as an excuse. To, at like, some point, I don't know what she was doing. And Tyler said he didn't feel it. But I swear to God, she was doing this and then slapped me on the back. Yeah. And I turned around. I was like, what is wrong with you? woman?" She obviously was mad at you. No, I think she was just drunk okay and stupid yeah all right well how was the show other than that <laughs> other, other than, than Lindsay other than Lindsay it was fine it was great it was the same show same exact yeah okay I didn't expect anything different yeah I mean okay. good for them so you felt like you could go to the bathroom whenever you wanted <laughs> you weren't gonna miss anything yep you could go get another drink you could just do your thing yeah Nice. Love that. I had new fancy earplugs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maya, that's great. Yeah. On Friday night, when you were uh, doing that, yeah. Warren and I were going on a date, and all I wanted really, because he's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I just want nachos. I just want some old school, okay, regular, real nachos. Does Not he queso and cheese. Okay. I was like, does he like the melted shreds or queso? Not pulled pork nachos. Okay. Nothing fancy. I just wanted like... Wait, you wanted this or he wanted I wanted this. Oh, okay. So you want shredded cheese. I wanted like the shredded cheese. Like I remembered, I said, I know exactly where these nachos are. And he's like, where are they? I'm where? like, well, they tore the place down. <laughs> it was sensors on 494 and they did a cookie sheet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And... I just wanted like a big thing of nachos. So oh. this is our date where everything I wanted, I couldn't have. Oh. It was so funny, Maya. So first of all, I Googled nachos. Yeah. I Googled restaurants near me. I could tell you where they have those nachos. Tell me right now. Pub 42. They come on a, a sheet. Okay. That was sheet. one of the that was one of the choices. Yeah. They come on a big sheet. So Pub 42 yeah. was actually one of the choices yeah. that I had. Yeah. But we chose Robert's. What? Which is Medina. It's actually the Medina Ballroom, the restaurant. Because we had both known. Who's Robert? I don't know. Maya, we had both remembered. First of all, I looked online and the menu was online and it said nachos. It sounded exactly what I wanted. And then we both remembered because it's a popular spot for like after sports with parents stuff. Yeah. Because it's right by where we live. Yeah. And I we both remembered it. So we go there. Yeah. Sit down, Maya. Yeah. So excited. Here comes the waiter. I start looking. He goes, hey, what can I do? And I start looking at this menu. Uh -oh. First of all, in the appetizer menu, Maya, you know how normally a menu, they fill it up so there's no like blank spots? Yeah. There was a big old blank spot in the appetizers oh, no. and no nachos on this menu. Oh, no. So I say to the guy, do you have nachos here? No, we don't. We took those off the menu. Everyone always asks about them. Put them back on. I'm sorry. What? There's nothing expensive in nachos. And I'm sorry, but like everyone always asks about them. That means you add them back. And I go, well, there's a spot right here. You can add them right back. <laughs> okay. So 
I settled. So, okay. So I couldn't get nachos. Fine. I settled for a barbecue flatbread, pizza, chicken, whatever. It was good. We laughed because it was like, well, you know what? Maybe this is just, you know, meant to be whatever. So then I go to the bathroom and I walk back and there's a bowling alley attached to Medina, to Robert. Yes. And it looked so fun. And I've never bowled like for fun. What? I've only bowled at like events. I've never like gone bowling because I felt like going bowling. What? Yeah. I've never like just been like, oh my God, bowling, fun. Like, okay, two things you're doing right now. One, I definitely want nachos right this second. Yeah. Two, I was like mentally like, how should we just go to Pub 42? And B, two, now I want to go bowling. Yeah. So I've all, and so I was like, oh my God. You could go bowling after we have our food. This would be so fun. So I go back to the seat and I'm like, I have an idea. Yeah. And I think he thought I was going to say, let's go to the show. Because we we had toyed with going to the show and he had looked at tickets. Semisonic. And I was even wearing, I was like, I'm even wearing like what I would have worn. You know, like. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, okay, what? I'm like, do you think we might go bowling? <laughs> And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, my God. And I was like, I've never like gone bowling, just like gone bowling. And like, it would be so fun. And he's like, oh, my God. He goes, yes. OK, cool. So we have this plan. We're so excited, right? Oh, Amy. We go over there because there's lanes open. It's a big, biggish, isn't it? It's a big bowling alley. Yeah. And there's people bowling, but there's like a few lanes on the end empty. Yeah. So we go over there. I'm just getting ready and excited. Like oh my, my husband goes up there. Hello, we'd like to bowl. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we're this is all private parties. <sighs> so um, I'm just shaking my head. We can't do this until like whatever time. It's like, OK. So then we we uh, meander. We. uh What's it called when you're just like loiter? Uh. We loiter because because me, you know me. Yeah. I'm going. All we have to do is go up to one of these people and be like, can we just bowl in this lane? You got no one's using it at this company because you've been to your company <laughs> gathering. Yeah. And you think 50 people are coming and then only 25. Well, there's come. three lanes with no one in them. Yeah. It's like, you know. Whatever the company is, like... They reserve too many lanes. They reserve too many lanes. Everybody by this point is done. The bowling's probably been going for, like, a couple hours. Everyone bowled a game and got the hell out, or they're in the bar, whatever. Yeah. So we're kind of, like, loitering around, lounging around, looking around, like, thinking we might just join in. And then it was like, well, no, it just didn't seem like the vibe. So then I was like, well, okay, so we can't bowl. We can't get nachos. We can't bowl. So can you just at least win me one of these ducks? <laughs> Is it a skill crane? Skill crane and those big rubber ducks, the bright colored oh, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, well, I'd like one of those at least maybe. Like, can you just at least win me one of those? <laughs> I like, like how you're saying that to Warren as if all of this is his fault. <laughs> can you at least? So then he goes, yeah, because he loves sports. He loves any activity. He's like, hell yeah. So he's like, let me get out my wallet. You oh know, my God. he gets out his thing. You have to buy a damn card at a machine. What? So so we go to this machine. <laughs> oh my God. We English. finally buy. He's like, what color of a duck do you want? And I'm like, anything but yellow or green. I want like the purple or whatever. Oh, they have fun colors? Yeah, Maya. They were so cute. I'm just imagining yellow. So this is the picture of him <laughs> trying to win me the duck. It's filled with ducks. It's filled with ducks. 
So it's like bright colored ducks. So I'm like, this is going to cheer me right up having a duck. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great face by Warren. What, what he tries twice. exasperation? He tries twice. Yeah. can't win me a duck what what would you call that expression it's like sadness <laughs> disappointment so then i'm like well this is getting funnier and funnier you guys are cute because you're, you're taking pictures in front of the duck claw yeah because i'm like i gotta i gotta um i gotta capture this and also what was funny about us was <laughs> on the card you have to fill up the amount you want and we literally were like okay it's one dollar for the duck put one dollar on the card <laughs> very silly okay then i was like well i'll at least have a gumball then maya yeah please can you get me at least a gumball <laughs> puts his freaking money in there i'm not kidding you <laughs> the gumball didn't come out <laughs> didn't come out oh my god that's a big gumball machine did it have like a fun does it come down a ramp or something or is it just regular yeah it does it, it comes down a fun. ramp that's yeah. him kicking it yeah oh he's kicking the machine <laughs> oh no fake kicking i love bowling alley carpeting the glow i know in the dark so maya that was that seems like a lot of things going that was not your way so funny we were laughing so <laughs> hard because it was everything like i'll just have a gumball in the money i'm like you, you gotta be kidding me <laughs> then we went home okay oh uh, i was so t- i mean it was a good show uh, semi-sonic was good both nights um but Saturday, you know how you said the hardest part was going to be Friday? Yeah. Nope. Okay. You know what it was? Saturday morning when I had to wake up and oh. at, at noon I had a makeup guitar lesson or oh. 12.30. I woke up and I was like, Ugh. and then I dragged myself there. It's not that far away from my house. And I said, I said to my teacher, because he, I think he knew I was going to Semisonic. And I said, fair warning, one. I went to Semisonic last night. I'm very tired. So don't expect a lot from me. <laughs> He's like, you're paying. Whatever. <laughs> no, he was like, how was the show? And then I was like, also, two, B, I'm going again tonight. So I got to take, I'm doing this, and then the rest of my day is a nap. So I, I had a power nap. Okay. And it was great. It was fine. But that morning. It was the morning that was rough. The morning was, I was just tired. Yeah. It was just like, it's a lot of standing. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to stand again. I did pretty good with the standing. Yeah. I can do the standing, but yeah, two nights in a row could be a lot. But they ended by like 1030. Oh. Yeah. Again. Okay. I love an old person's show. <laughs> That's impressive. Like I texted Tyler at 1015 and I was like, the encore is happening now. I'll be home soon. Wow. Yeah. Fun. Oh, also, my other favorite thing that happened on the way home the second night, we're with our friends who live near us, and they're just coming back to hang out. You know when the Uber driver misses your, misses the turn to go toward your house, and then it's taking you in a completely different Mm -hmm. direction, but you can't get off that highway, Mm -hmm. and then you have to go. And you want to intervene, but you're like. (sighs) But then there's nothing you can do. Right. So, and he was apologetic, but I was just like, at this point, who cares? I was like, we'll get, we're going to get home when we get home. Don't you just want to be like it was when you were like instructing your friend's mom to get you home? (laughs) Take a left there, take a right there. Yeah, because they rely on their GPS, but what happens is you know what lane you need to be in. (sighs) Exactly. So, 
Well, you made it. Yeah, we totally it. made it. And it was fine. And that guy got some extra money, so... Or Uber did. I don't know. <laughs> Probably Uber. Uh, I have an animal report for you. I mean, seriously, I feel like we should go get those nachos at Pop 42 because I think they're exactly what you want. Now, do you like chicken on them? Yes. Or oh. beef. I don't care. I, I prefer chicken, but I like... I think chicken is the... And they come on a big here's sheet Here's the thing. Pan. I think I read the description of those nachos. Do and they have cheese sauce? I because I don't want the sauce. When I looked at them, I thought it was shreds. Yeah, so that's the other thing. But Pub Pub Forty Two, I mean Warren is gonna laugh when he listens to this because we were literally going between Pub Forty Two. Yeah. And guess what made the decision? What old people decision? What I could Parking? get a reservation. Oh, yeah. at Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. And also though, like, I was like, Pub Forty Two is pretty busy. It is busy. On a Friday night. Oh, yeah. At like seven o'clock or whatever damn time it was. I mean, it's possible that I've never I've seen them walk by with it. And I'm always like, God, that's so much nachos. It's possible it has cheese sauce. But I in my mind, it has melted cheese. Yeah. I. It's funny because I saw that we were like, where else? And then my husband's like, what about chilies? I'm like, Chili's nachos are and then his he what he said was yeah we can try pub 42 and uh-huh. if it's too busy we can just go to Chili's and get nachos and i was like hold on though because Chili's nachos they're good yeah but they do the thing where it's an individual chip yeah tgi fridays does that too fridays yes, does that so too. it's like it's good but it's just not the same vibe i every chip has, is like its own cheese and meat and whatever and a little piece of jalapeno pepper it has all the toppings which is good on the individual t- chip right which is good but sometimes you just want like a pile and you're just like <laughs> scooping into it and like not every bite is the same yeah i mean nachos right comes in right? a big tray pan okay i have an animal report for you oh no i don't have my telephone i need the telephone can we pause in for technical difficulties one sec. I'm looking for this nacho recipe. And Santa Fe sauce. Yeah, but I, I think you could not have the Santa Fe sauce. Sauces, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I'm back. Okay, Amy. Yes. Um, I have an animal report for you. Tell me. Are you ready? I'm always ready for a good animal report. Okay, so they have declared the oldest living dog in the world recently. Okay. Um, his name's Bobby. Oh, okay. Only with it's B O B I. Okay. He's from Port- Portugal, so maybe ah, that's okay. why. He's Portuguese. Mm-hmm. He's thirty years old and two hundred and sixty-eight days. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say 268 pounds. <laughs> no. Concerned. Okay. okay. Would you like to see a picture of Bobby? Yeah, I would. Okay. Here's State Farm. Get out of here, Jake from State Farm. Okay. Here's Bobby. Okay. Oh. Kind of looks like a lab mutt type of thing. Well, it's actually a purebred dog. Oh. Here's another angle of Bobby. Which I thought the same as wow, you. he looks young. He looks youthful. He doesn't look 30. Almost 31. Um, What's his secret, Maya? Do we know? Well, I'm going to tell you his amazing story. You can make a movie about this dog. Okay. So he is a Portuguese purebred Rafiero do 
Alentejo. Okay. It's a breed of livestock guardian dog. So it's not a small, Cute. you know, it's so always like a like, herder. Right. But usually it's these. Kind of like my Sadie girl. Long living dogs are tiny. Yeah. So this one's like a medium. He's Is probably he... around 40-ish pounds. Yeah. He might be, a little, he looks a little husky in that one photo. So mm-hmm. he might be somewhere between 40 and 50. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this dog, the same guys owned him since this man was eight years old. He's now 38. Wow. And he lived on a farm with his brothers or brother. Anyway, there were some puppies in the barn that were born. Mm-hmm. And the dad decided. Oh, no. When this guy was eight, the dad decided there were too many animals. So oh, he. No. Went to get, he took the puppies away to get rid of them. Uh, okay. Well, like a week later, or like a few days later, they found this dog, this puppy, Bobby, in the wood pile, and they hid him away until his eyes opened because they knew that then their dad couldn't bury him then. <gasps> okay. And I was like, first of all, this guy sounds like a straight up psychopath yeah, that you're okay. burying puppies. Uh, a psycho. Anyway, okay. Bobby escaped. A terrible fate. Oh, my gosh. Bobby. And has been owned by the same man for 30 years. Almost 31 years. Tell me he eats Purina 1. (laughs) He lives in Portugal. So, actually, the guy said he mostly feeds him a lot of human food. Okay. Yeah. Aw, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. That's amazing. He's sweet. 30 years old. Yeah. Damn. That's a long time. Oh, and then the other thing that the guy said... Is if he could talk, I wish I would could ask him, what are you still here for? Like, why are you still <laughs> hanging on? He's like perplexed why this dog keeps living. Aww. Do you think the dog wakes up every day and he's like, oh, we're still here. I'm still here. <laughs> Honestly, I want to know more about like, what is his secret? You know how they interview like the Blue Zone people? Yeah. I feel like Bobby could be like for dogs. Totally. He's- and I really want to hear that he eats like actual garbage because... <laughs> I'm right now in the middle of figuring out. So, you know, when you get a dog from the shelter. Yes. They're eating the cheapest dog food, of course. Yes. So she eats this Purina one chicken and rice. You got to get rid of that. I know. But Maya, do I is the question. Okay. Because it's like, it's just this thing, right? Like my husband and I go back and forth with this because like his dogs, he had two beagles and they lived outside. Yeah. They had a like. They drank out of mud puddles. Like, yeah. he's like, so, so we have this thing where it's like, and their dog, they live to be like 16 or whatever, 17. Yeah. So I'm like, I know we have like designer dog stuff now and we've gone like really far with it. Mm-hmm. But like, is it necessary? Don't worry. She hasn't had her first vet appointment yet here. So, yeah. And our vet is a country vet. So yeah. I know that like I can trust them. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's like, there's a good chance I could just feed her this Purina one for her whole life and she would like be fine. Probably. I don't know. I we feed. So Gracie needs this not needs, but for her allergies, a special food that's like a limited ingredient. And also like right. they recommended a novel protein. Yeah. So something that's not because she was struggling with the chicken was right. causing a lot of problems. Right. And so we she has it's um, what's the fish? mackerel trout trout oh yeah it's trout so and then harrison eats a bison one but it's like the number one ingredient is actual yeah meat trust me i know 
And it's funny because Murphy, so he was grain free because yeah. of his gas. They're both grain free. Yeah. And also he couldn't have poultry. Yeah. Because it would like, so it was like, and then also like you hear people say like, would you want to eat the same thing every day? You can't feed them the same thing every day. And it's sure like, can. they're dogs. Like, yeah, I'm sure they would be fine. So anyway, I'll let you know more to come there. But like after having a high maintenance, more high maintenance dog. Yeah. I'm loving having like a less high maintenance dog. And then like we just keep buying more of the food because I haven't taken her in yet because she's like up to date on everything. And Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be interested to see what the country vet says, like as far as a recommendation for food. It'll be interesting because I I know that I could take her different vets and they would have different recommendations. And God knows you can Google it and it'll be like. You could never give your dog this or whatever. I'll tell you my reasoning behind cuz so you know about the other one, Trout Trout Girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's why his he's struggled with his weight and so bison's a really <laughs> lean protein. Yeah. And also by law they aren't allowed to give bison any antibiotics, hormones, anything yeah. like that. So Yeah. I know. It's like it's like I'm totally on board with it like it's like part of me is just like wants to feed her like you know whatever raw the best whatever and then the other side of me is the country side of me that's like really his coat did get better when we switched him to the good food and people are like he's so soft and i'm like i think it's the food dog yeah i mean this food is like absolute actual trash let's face it (laughs) it's like beaks beaks chicken and and rice it's beaks really (laughs) i know and it's beaks feet and assholes I mean, you're eating head cheese I know. at the restaurant. But the face, like pig cheeks are delicious. Oh, okay. We saw, there was a soul food competition the other day where this guy made a snout soup. And I have to tell you, it looked real good. I have a thing though. I think it's like, it really is also like what you're used to. Mm-hmm. And all I know about head cheese is my dad eating it. This it is a different so kind. Gross. This was like a gourmet situation. I know, but it's still like, that's my memories when yeah. I'm saying the head cheese that he had head cheese like the oscar meyer yeah no head cheese i wouldn't eat that can you imagine no because i would not touch that and then he would eat what else liverwurst i mean if you're gonna give me a fancy version of that that a chef made sure and then of course the pickled herring and then of course the Mm, canned this one loves that one over there (laughs) anyways uh yeah so i'll keep you posted on my dog food journey okay bobby hey you said you watched the pam anderson movie Thank you for asking. I am. I was like on the fences. Like, do I really need to watch this? Yes, you do. Okay, why? All 90s people need to watch this. Why? Justice for Pam. (laughs) It is. It is disarming. Because of what you think you're going to see. And we think we know her. Yeah. Because she was so exploited, essentially. Yeah. And everywhere. Yeah. And it's disarming. Because first of all, she's in, she's on an island in Vancouver. Yeah, she was on CBS Sunday morning and I was like, I'm shocked she's telling people where she lives. Right. And she's also like zero makeup on. Yeah. Her hair, she uses a drugstore bottle. She dyes it herself. (laughs) I love this. I really do like her. I love her. And the thing is, is like anytime I've ever seen her. There's been like limited. So it's like funny because the 90s, as you remember, it's like so different than now where every celebrity now you can know them intimately because of like Instagram and whatever. Yeah. But back then it's like you 
you know, it would be like an MTV Cribs was like a huge a deal, deal because yeah. you never got to see these celebrities like unless it was like a paparazzi photo. You yeah. you got them in their show and there wasn't really reality that much. No. And then you got them like the paparazzi photos. Mm hmm. So a, a show like MTV Cribs where you got to see behind, anytime I got to see a glimpse of her in that way, yeah, I always really loved her. And I was just like, she's just, I don't know, I just like her. So this show is like so fascinating because she's going through all these boxes. She said that like basically every time anything, whatever, she would just like ship everything to this house. This is like how she grew up in. Sure. So there's a room and it's just like boxes of everything, right? Mm. Um, and she's kind of walking through everything. And it is just really interesting to think of kind of... She's like so... She was so sick of like... She goes, I felt like her body and like her look and stuff. She mm. goes, at a certain point, I was just like, aren't you sick of this? And they showed like incessant clips of like... The slime Jay Leno. I just can't stand him. He's the worst. And like J David Letterman, like joking around like, OK, she has big boobs. Yeah. Can we move on? Yeah. And she would be like, really? And then like Larry King, like, do you have implants? And she's like, yes. And he's like, you do? And she's like, yes. <laughs> and he's like, OK. And she's like, I, I never said I like I always said I did. What? Yeah. And so, why do you care, Larry King? Why are we still asking about this? Like, like, is this the best you've got? Aren't you the world's best interviewer? And all you have is, do you have implants? Don't you have yeah. some better journalism here? Well, anyway, so you got to watch it, Maya, because you'll just see the... You know what I always thought about her? What? I thought she had a bad picker. She... Okay, so she does. And she talks about that. And she talks about how um, her and Tommy... Yeah. So, like... By bad picker, I mean... You know what I mean. But I yeah. just mean... She picked these people to be in love with in relationship that were like not, I don't know. I just don't think it was like, they just, it's just, listen, I know you love Tommy Lee, but he just seems like chaos. Yeah, he He's, is chaos, <laughs> which is, I have a, I've, I understand, <laughs> right? Because she, as she says, you know, she always picked the bad boy. Yeah. And then, like, literally, you're watching this documentary, Maya, and you're like, first of all, she just always has this beautiful way about her. Yeah. And, like, in this documentary, Maya, she's just wearing this, like, white dress. Yeah. And then, like, a fuzzy sweater. Like, yeah. she's just, I don't know. I just think she's beautiful and, like, something about her. I love her. But anyway, she's in a boat in Vancouver. Yeah. And then it's like, she's like, oh, yeah, watch out, babe, or something. And you're like, wait, what? And then it shows this dude that's driving the boat that's her fiance or her husband, her husband. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? She lives in Vancouver. She yeah. has a husband. Yeah. He was a contractor. He came to like, he came because she had all this land in Vancouver she purchased. Yeah. And then she just never did anything with it. And once COVID hit, she kind of went back there. Yeah. And then she started like working on stuff there. And yeah. then here comes this contractor. It's like a made for, it's like a lifetime movie. And then this fucking lucky ass contractor ends up married to Pam Anderson. Did he was he a widower? Because I would have Maya, he sure. probably was a widower, but <laughs> I don't know. But I was like, what? And then Maya, by the time the documentary ends, those two have split up. What? 
So literally within the filming, you find out she's got a husband and then by the end they've broken up. Oh my God. And her two sons are on this and they're like also intimately involved in the documentary. Uh And that is fascinating because at this point now they're men. Yeah. And they are like, she made four at one point when Baywatch was like the height and it was like the number one show worldwide. Yeah. Pam Anderson made like $4,000 a year something ridiculous oh my god her playboy stuff she never made any money from oh my god all those videos and her son and her son is like she got a terrible deal yeah she was the most famous woman in the world yeah for a while yeah and here she is and then pam's like i don't care about the money and her son's like sit down Like, we do care about the money because it's not, everyone made money. He's like... It's not necessarily about the money. No, it's the, but it's how much money other people were making off of her. Yeah. And she was this young girl, this unknown, but like clearly a star. Yeah. And then so you so you get to walk through all these behind the scenes. And why it's really interesting and compelling is because back then, Pam, Pam and Tommy, it was... There was a huge media narrative. Mm-hmm. She sold magazine covers like mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So like we all have like things we think we know about her and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when you're watching this, you're like, whoa. And then one thing that really resonated with me. So you might have to tune out because it's going to get a little emotional. <laughs> Maya. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go a little deep and okay. you can just sit there and, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Sure. But. There is something to be said for the fact that her and Tommy, and she will say it, she Mm -hmm. was like, that was like the love of her life. Sure. And the fact is she had to leave him Uh because at one point he, she had one of the sons Uh and he like pushed her or whatever. We may remember this, right? Like, and she was like, I had to leave. Yeah. And she did. And they never got back together. But there's a thing that happens when you're in like a really fucked up relationship where everyone around you mm-hmm. is like, you shouldn't be with this person. This is a bad person. Mm-hmm. This is bad for you. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And when you finally get away from that person mm-hmm. for good, mm-hmm. there's a weird thing that happens because everybody's just like happy and everybody yeah. is just so relieved and like, thank goodness you got away from him. He's so bad. He's this, he's that, he's so there isn't really a space for you you feel very isolated there mm-hmm. isn't really a space for you to be like you know what i'm sad that i'm not with this person yeah like i know he's i know uh, i know i know but i'm also sad that i'm not with him and that's not a popular thing to say right and there's not a space for that for people to be like people would just automatically be like well you're not going to get back together are you and it's like no i'm not but can you understand that like yeah you're grieving it I'm grieving it. And also, yeah. you don't understand the chemical uh, things that I was receiving in my brain. Yes. Pam and me from being in these extreme, extreme highs. Yes. And these extreme lows. Uh-huh. And then coming from the low back to the high. This is this is like we're talking big time chemicals shooting through your body mm-hmm. that there's a lot that you are that you lost. Mm hmm. And even though that's a not a good person, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what you see with her, and that's why I really related to that, because yeah. it's like there's not often the space to understand and talk about like, yeah, I wanted to be with that person. Yes. And yeah, I thought we could be together, and like we have ch- a child together, mm-hmm. and like 
you don't understand how much fun we had. Yeah. You don't understand how extremely exciting it was at times. Mm -hmm. No one can understand that. And then like the low, low lows. So you're in this weird position when you finally do like break up with that person or like you finally are away from that person. And like she is. And she would tell you that she's still haunted by and she's like, I don't know if there's anyone I can be with. And she's like, I don't even think I could be with Tommy. So it's like that's relatable too, where yeah. you're like, I wish I could be with that person. I know I can't and I won't. Yeah. So it's just like really interesting to hear her take on it. And then just again, like what we saw versus like what was happening. She was talking about Baywatch at the beginning was just so fun. And you can imagine. Yeah. She's like, we were just having so much fun, literally on the beach every day. And everybody's young. and Everybody's like, young. We were having so much fun. A yeah. lot of us were newcomers. We were just like having the greatest time. She was in love with what's his name? David, David Chaver. Oh. Or whatever his name was. I thought you were going to say David Hasselhoff. No, that guy, David. I forgot about this relationship. And I'm like, wow. He's, Is he the blonde headed guy? No. He's just like the brunette. He's honestly so like milk toast for her. It was like, what? Wait, I gotta look. He this was way. lucky to have you. Every guy, I'm like, he was lucky to have you. He was lucky to have you, because like he was just boring. And David Charver, yeah, no. French. He's French. I don't know. She said, oh yeah, I've... it says French singer. Yeah, so he was French. This guy? Yes. I don't remember him from yeah, Baywatch. Yeah, so she was like, oh, yeah, so then I was with David, and, like, he's French, and it was, like, so exciting, and I was like, he's French? He literally just is, like, a brunette kid. Wait, but anyway. I mean, he's handsome. No, oh, he's handsome, but. Oh, this guy. Yeah. This. He's handsome, okay, but he's just, this like. This guy. That yeah. guy, first of all, terrible actor. Right. That's what I mean. Like, he doesn't seem like a very compelling guy. Like, there's a lot of guys that you could see, even Tommy Lee. I know you're not a huge fan, but you could see how she'd be into him. Well, yeah. Or anyone would be into him. But I mean, like this dude. But she. this is when they were like first, you know, getting started. And then he started getting jealous. Of, no, Tommy started getting jealous, Maya. Uh, he used to show up at the Baywatch. Freaking Tommy started spiraling. He oh, would no. show up at Baywatch oh, and no. be on. He'd be in any scenes. He would. So he would look at the script. And he would go through it and he would say, okay, which scenes are she going to be kissing? This is so stupid. And then he would make sure that he was on set. Weird. Making everyone uncomfortable. They're still going to kiss. <laughs> and then he was like at the trailer, like yelling and fighting and like doing all and everybody when he'd show up would be like, oh shit, Tommy's here. So he was just like ruining everything. Yeah. I have two rules. Okay. One. Mm -hmm. You can't tell people about their love. They're, mm -mm. they're gonna have to work it out for themselves and so telling them you know what i think you should i think you should do this i think you i can't. think this person it doesn't ever even gonna... i mean if you feel like they're in danger sure you gotta give it a shot but you can't tell anyone about their love you really can't and Unless... you can tell them but the problem is one thing that will happen too that's where you just have to set a boundary with a person and maybe you're not as close with them because what will happen then right is like Especially if they're venting to you. Unless they ask my opinion. Yeah. But then there's a good chance they're not going to listen to you. No. And then they're going to have a bad taste in their mouth of like, well, she hates him. Sure. Kind of thing. And that's where you get, that's where the isolation comes in yeah. of toxic relationships, which is not healthy. Yeah. 
But like that's where that comes in. That's where that whole scenario comes in. So then at a certain point, that person is your whole world. Uh-huh. Just like with Pam, Tommy was her whole world. And now they have these two kids together. She loved being a mom. She yeah. loves being a mom. So it's... Wait, my second rule. Yes. What's your second rule? If people get divorced. Yeah. What do you do? Act as if that other person died. You don't say anything bad about someone's husband who died. Unless they're really terrible. That's a I good know. call, Maya. You don't... I don't know if I've had any friends that... I haven't had any friends that have gotten divorced, so... Or like a big breakup. Yeah. So if you, you you know, a lot of people, the instinct is you're my friend. So it'd be like, oh, your life's, you're better off without him. Or right. to say something negative about, well, I never liked blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't say that about a dead person. That's a really good call. Yeah. Because I think at your, at the end of the day, Maya, what you're saying is like, is this, what's the outcome of this? Mm-hmm. What's my intention here? Mm-hmm. It, what's the point? Right. This person is no longer with this person. Great. Cool. There you go. I don't need to like weigh in. No. What's the point? I'm not going to come in like, oh, yeah, we were all like, wow. You know, like (laughs) any of that stuff. Like, it's just not going to be helpful. Yeah. It's not going to matter. It's not going to change anything. Mm Mm-mm. Good call, You cannot tell people about their love. You cannot tell people about their (laughs) love. You cannot. And I think we can all just understand that and know it. Yeah. So I highly recommend it, especially anyone from the 90s. Yeah. You just need to watch it. It's a great show. It's really fun to see like that she was like Kid Rock. Yeah, he was just kind of like whatever. She was literally like, yeah, he just wasn't it. Like she <laughs> like she was like, there's no way he could be like what I needed. Like, I mean, he seems like he could be fun, but also just a lot of like Again, a little bit of chaos and a a lot of just like, yeah, not necessarily that he's trash, but it tracks trash. Also, he was like, like, it was almost like he was like poor man's Tommy in a way in this in this show because Tommy was so Tommy was like a hundred and like and he was kind of like, eh. What's his real name? Bob. Bob. And she's like, Bob. And then I was with Bob. And, you know, Bob, you know, he's a sweet guy. But, like, there was just no way he was going to, like, ever be able to, like, I was just, like, basically not into him. Oh, Bob. Like, she got caught up in the. And she says, like, I love being, I love romance. She goes, I wish every day could be, like, romantic. Falling in love. Yes. Yes. I sense that about her. Yeah. I've known people like that. Well, you don't marry a random contractor. Like, unless that's your thing. Right. Right? Like, a contractor shows up to your house. Unless you're on a Lifetime movie. Right, which we're not. And you inherit a ranch. Like, a contractor shows up to your house and you're like, you're not going to take my money and run away, are you? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Are we going to pass inspection? That's what you care about. Right. So, anyway, I I definitely want you to watch this because I'm really interested. It's it's not what you think it's going to be. No, I, I love I, seeing the behind the scenes. I, I like, love hearing about I like it. Documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched that one. I've watched the Ariana Grande documentary. I haven't watched that one. I like Maya. I, you gotta watch that one. I was so I was shame on me of what I kind of like. I always I know she's an excellent vocalist along the lines of Mar- Mariah Carey. She is excellent. Yeah. But I was like, this documentary, huh? Maya, it was great. Last night, I watched a Steve Aoki documentary. Do you know who that is? I do. 
Do you know who his dad is? Um, I knew this at one point, and that's why I was like, oh, that's why he's a DJ? Rocky Aoki is his dad, who is the founder of Benihana, baby. Yep. And he was also a daredevil. Like, the real story here was the dad in the documentary. (laughs) Yeah, Steve's just a DJ. Steve is a kid, right? Whatever. But, like, when I learned about this Rocky, (laughs) Maya, this is like... You know anybody who's named Rocky? Honestly, like... the Rocky Aoki, it's giving Gurnum. <laughs> He's giving Gurnum in this. Yeah. I you, get you it. You need to watch it. Okay. Just, you can fast forward through the Steve parts. Just get to Rocky Aoki. Get the Rocky part. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's a really cool guy. <laughs> he's very, he's giving, it's like Japanese Gurnum. I like, love it. Very. That makes sense. Yeah, you'll yeah. see what I mean. Okay, I'll watch that. <laughs> I was going to tell you we're running out of time because we... This is a good episode. Um, we watched Nope yesterday, but I'll just tell you about it next week. What is it? Jordan Peele's Nope. Oh, okay. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's really good. I I'll watched t- You People. And? I want to talk about it next week because okay. it's kind of a deep dive. Okay. <laughs> you okay. look nervous and you should be. I have one approved to not- denied for you. Okay, let's go. Um, Amy. Yeah? Did you know that they made Magic Mike 3 and then it comes out this Friday? Yeah. And it has Salma Hayek. Uh-huh. Salma Hayek Pinnell. Uh-huh. How do you feel about Magic Mike 3? Um, I don't know when this is going to end. <laughs> My question was, did we need a Magic Mike 3? We didn't even need a Magic Mike 2. I think we got the idea in Magic Mike 1. Yeah. And was Matthew McConaughey in Magic Mike 1? No, I think he was in 2. He was very good. No, wait. Was he in one? I don't know. I did not like that character. But anyway, <laughs> I love me some Matthew McConaughey, but that was not. I don't know, Maya. No, we didn't need this. I don't understand why Selma Hayek is in it. If it's like a trope on like hot young guy gets on older lady, I'm going to be annoyed because I hate that trope okay. personally. I think it's so it's so sexist and I freaking hate it. It yeah. makes me mad. Yeah. Um. And no, we did not need this. But you know what? If Channing Tatum can make a few more dollars <laughs> shaking his ass around, then I guess go. Are they going to bring back Pony, the song Pony? That's what I'm saying. Again? How can they do this? No, they can't. They can't do this. <laughs> they can't do this. It better be really great dancing. Yeah. I mean, really, that not that what we're in it for? Yes. Like, who cares what the story is? Let's let's keep the storyline real light. Let's stay in the club. <laughs> let's have most of the scenes in the club. Like, the first movie, you know what was funny about that? Is it's this whole, like, dramatic thing around drug deals and, like... Right. And it, I was just like, I could deal with... I could do without that part of it. We just need to stay in the club. <laughs> keep us there. Keep us there. And that's what we learned this week. Uh, Magic Mike 3 denied. But uh, we learned you should just keep it in the club. Sometimes you just got to keep it in the club. And you can't tell people about their love. No, you cannot. <laughs> High five on that. Woo. Oh, I'm stuck. Oh.